taxi. Call me back. Hey, this is Trevor. Sorry I can't come to the phone right now, but if you leave me a message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Taxi. Call me back. ASAP, all right? Brooke Henderson. Another major, right? Women's sports, let's go. Let's go. Let's talk about it. Also, Matthew Kachuk and also uh, that text. Yo, Langley, what, what's going on? What's going on in the world? Begsy, call me back. Good morning. Begsy, 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 how is it going today? Hey, good morning to you, brother. Uh, it's going great, man. It's going great. Had a fantastic weekend with the boys and a uh, short week this week and vacation is soon on the horizon, man. And the sun's shining. Damn, so bro. Life. Yeah, you're loving life. You're loving life. That's good. The sun is shining and uh, you seem pretty happy that, that it's a Monday. I'm a little all over the place because... I woke up early to that text from uh, the, the BC alert system, and uh, and I'm hoping and praying that that uh, Langley will recover and uh, not that much damage has been done. I mean, I haven't really seen a lot of the details, but uh, it's sad, man. It's sad. Just some sad stuff, man. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, probably scared the crap out of me. I was awake, and it scared the crap out of me, as it probably did everyone in the province. Or, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure if the whole province got it or if it was just maybe the lower mainland, but... Uh, yeah, it's not something you want to wake up to. Uh, pretty terrible shit by the sounds of it, but we'll learn more, man. But just uh, one love to Langley, man. Both the cha- both the township and the city, okay? All, all of Langley. All of Langley. There's a difference between the township and the city? like. Yeah, you know, there are actually like two different municipalities, right? Like Langley City, it's just kind of like that downtown core of Langley with like Willowbrook and everything. But everything else is the township of Langley. So it's actually two different cities. I think I don't I don't know if everyone knows that, but yeah, it's like two different cities, two different mayors, two different councils. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know why. <laughs> and now we know. And now we know. Thanks for letting us know. And uh, yeah, I, I think I'm a bit all over the place because I'm just at this point in my life, for whatever reason, I'm so overly sensitive to instances like this. Now this one's somewhat close to home. I mean, the closest it's ever really been uh, to home, and I feel as if I've read some things regarding the incident and how it involves a shooter and homeless people, and that's just sad, you know? It's just, what type of person would do something like that? Obviously a coward, because this person wouldn't even have to, like, enter a building or barge two doors. He could just do do the devil's work that way. It's just fucked, man. So sad, so sad, so weird, so strange. And, uh, yeah, get well soon to uh, all the Langleys, for real. And, uh, yeah, let's stay safe. Let's stay safe. Uh, Let's talk some sports right now because I got a couple things on my mind. I guess I want to start off with the Matthew Kachuk thing because it's it's probably, fuck, I got to say it. in, in, In my lifetime, the only trade that I can really compare to it when it comes to the measure of fascination that I have within me is Bertuzzi for Luongo. Yeah, I kind of figured you were going to say that. Um, yeah, I think that's comparable. I, I might even say that this one is bigger just because at the time Bertuzzi was you know, on the back nine of his career, still a re- really productive player, but 
uh, past his prime, unlike Kachuk, who's firmly in his prime. And the second thing why this trade is bigger is that there's three major pieces. Yeah. You know, Jonathan Huberto at 100 points this season. Um, I mean, it was a swap of two players with 100 points, as well as a top two defender and a first round pick. I mean, <laughs> this trade. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I was I was high on Shrew when I when I opened my phone and I saw this trade. And first things first, never never look at your phone on Shrew. Okay. Usually, just a bad idea. <laughs> but I saw the notification for the trade. I had a buddy text me about it, and I just I couldn't handle it. Sad man. So, <laughs> I didn't even think it was real, bro. Oh, yeah. I did, uh, I did I not think it was real, too. I did not think it was real, too. Continue, continue. Yeah, no. So, I just, I just ignored it to the next day. But, uh, I mean, I, I can't believe, and I think the whole hockey world thinks this. I'm, I'm shocked about how much value Calgary extracted from Florida in the deal. Okay. I mean, you, you, the Flames were staring down the abyss of rebuilding, retooling, possibly mediocre for the next couple of seasons. Now, all of a sudden, you got a top line of Lindholm and Huberto. You probably got the best defense in the league now with Mackenzie Weger joining that blue line. And you got Jacob Marcher and Minnette. So I think the Flames have the best defense slash goaltending combo in the NHL right now. And then you add Huberto to the mix. I mean, they're still going to be a good team next year. So you got to give a hat off to Brad Slitting. Made some questionable moves over the years. Um, and his hands were tied with Kachuk, and he did a fantastic job of you know, keeping his team relevant by adding two major pieces. And three if you want to include the first rounders. I think that was a, a good move by Calgary, too. Yeah, you, you use the word shocked. I would use the word disappointed. I was disappointed. Straight up. Because that's not right. That's not right. I, I spent all week dreaming about the, uh, uh, the, 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 the disposal of any chance Calgary would have Next season, maybe the season after that, because I was thinking, hey, it's a, it's going to happen, a, a total rebuild, real talk. And I was getting used to the possible notion that uh, the Canucks may be better because of it. Maybe not like internally, but externally, because the competition would be less in the Pacific Division. But you're pretty much right. I mean, I feel as if they got an immense amount of value back, and I kind of broke the trade down differently and. I kind of saw it being, I know like Florida didn't get Johnny Gaudreau, but I kind of looked at it like, yo, Calgary traded Johnny Gaudreau for Huberdeau. They replaced Gaudreau with Huberdeau, and then they got rid of Kachuk, who didn't want to sign an extension there, and they got a top four possible top pairing defenseman in Uyghur. They got a prospect and a first-round pick. I mean, it's not the best return for a Kachuk, if that was just the deal, but it's not the, uh, it's, it, I don't know, it Just it just seemed as if, they escaped hell. They escaped hell. Yeah. And I yeah. know and I know I that those two players, Uyghur and Huberto, are UFAs. And, you know, ch- chances are, 50% chance that they don't sign next season. But they'll cross that bridge when they get there. I think it's something to say about the Flames and the, and the organization that they made a trade like this. And they got these players. Maybe they got gifted these players. Who knows? Maybe they were surprised they even got an offer like this. But they did it nonetheless, and now they're giving that fan base another chance. And I think it only gets confusing if, let's say, the Flames are great again in the regular season and it's trade deadline time and Uyghur and Huberto haven't signed extensions yet because if they don't sign up until that point, I think it's inevitable that they become UFAs because then they'd have a good sample size of what the city is about, what the paychecks are looking like after the tax breaks, uh, what the fan base is like, and... That's when it can get can get confusing because, fuck, what do you do then? 
Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's going to be a fascinating he situation to watch, to be honest. Uh, well, it's got to be tough for Hubert and Weger going from those like nice Florida tax breaks to playing in fucking Calgary. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, you got two, two Canadians uh, two Canadians joining a Canadian team, so maybe there's some motivation there. And um, we'll see. I mean, I, I think the fact that Calgary's going to be a good team next year probably helps their cause. But, uh, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it's you're right, a bit of a role today by Calgary, but I think you kind of highlight it. You, you view the trade as being uh, Goudreau and Kachuk for Hubert O'Weeker in the first. I mean, <laughs> Goudreau and Kachuk went to two separate teams, right? So that's just how good of a return they got from Kachuk. Exactly, exactly. And you can only imagine what type of return they get at the deadline if they do choose to trade those players. I just don't see it happening now because I do feel like Calgary's going to be just as good because we just mentioned that Uyghur and Huberto are UFAs at the end of the season. You don't think they're going to try their asses off? Of course they are. Of course they are. They want to get paid. They want to get paid. They're on show-me deals right now. Not show-me deals, but they're done the last year before, again, they become unrestricted free agency. And, yeah, this is it's going to be sick, man. I wouldn't be surprised if both of them had I mean, it's going to be hard for Huberdeau to have a career year again, but you never know. You never know. He could. And again, what a fucking change of scenery from Florida to Calgary, yo. That's crazy. That's uh, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Okay, so Brooke Henderson, she wins her second major. I, I didn't watch any highlights. I just heard about it on my way here, and I'm like, yeah, I got, I got to talk to Trevor, Trevor about this, and uh, let's not fucking lie. You know, I'm assuming you didn't watch it too, so we don't even know what the fuck happened. But uh, yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll use Brooke Henderson as my segue into this. Uh, how's your golf game? Oh, man. You know, maybe you don't actually hit the course in the summer. I mean, my golf game is terrible. I, I can't drive a ball to save my life. Yeah. I feel like I, I'm okay with the iron. I'm okay with putting. But I, I just can't drive physically at all. And I, I also haven't swung a, cl- a club yet this year. I think over the past few years, I've tried to do at least kind of like maybe like one 18-hole par three, maybe one or two over the summer. Uh, maybe a couple of driving range sessions, but I haven't even swung the club just a single fucking time this year. So uh, I'm sure me and the boys will get out there for uh, a game of golf before the summer's over, and uh, maybe you should join, man. How's your golf game? It sucks, man. I'm the worst, but it'd be fun to like play golf with a bunch of other people who suck. And, like walk yeah, 100%, the course man. and have I a mean, good time. Yeah, you know, I work in finances. So you definitely get a lot of people going to the course in the summertime and trying to network and connect, but they're all pretty good, man, and I, I suck shit. So, I mean... I, yeah. I much prefer being on the course with buddies having a few beers. That's, yeah. uh, that's when golf is fun for me. Exactly. And when you're playing with people who are good and you're a reasonable person, I think it's safe to say that that's just an, an uncomfortable place to also participate because you don't want to ruin their game. You get what I'm saying? You don't want to slow down their pace. You don't. I just feel as if I'm a burden when I'm playing golf with good players. And... Yeah. I don't feel as if it's a it's a stretch to say that I'd much rather be a caddy for someone <laughs> on the golf course during one of those bro trips or even just a work trip, again, involving some players who are actually good at the sport. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you, man. It's, uh, I don't know about caddy. I'd definitely rather just golf with other shitty golfers and drink yeah. beers, but that's just me, man. yeah. It's the low maintenance in us. I'm I'm just putting myself into your shoes where, again, you work in the financial industry, and I think that if there was a work trip involving golf, I would definitely offer not to play and just be the caddy, and I'd feel a lot better about that. And I still have a lot of fun because we're talking about beautiful BC nature, a couple of brewskis, and just walking around with the boys. You know, it's – yeah. 
Good times. Yeah, golf, golf has its benefits for sure, man. But, uh, yeah, you know, big shout out to Brooke Henderson. There's nothing against her or uh, my lack of watching golf on TV. I was I was just busy. I was just busy having a good time for with the boys on the weekend. Hey, man, we're doing so. the most, Begsy. We're talking about it. We're doing the most. We're doing the most. I, I, I don't see her talking about it or her talking about it. We're, we're talking about it. It is what it is, okay? It is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, so last question. How On a scale of 1 to 10, keep it short, keep it sweet. How was the shroom trip? Just rate it out of 10. I, I did shrooms this weekend too, so we'll go back and forth here for a bit. Uh, I'm going to go with, an, uh, with a 9 on the Friday night just because I, I didn't do a lot and got more high than I expected, to be honest. Uh, just, just the dosage level is lower than what I'm used to. It's in these like uh, little shroom chocolates, but damn, it just hit, man. I'm also just being around the boys and laughing our asses off for the sunset and, and the mm-hmm. and the scenery. We're down at the beach there for a bit, but uh, Friday night was a trip. Walking walking home to the forest in the nighttime. Whoa! And then uh, laughing and drinking with the boys uh, throughout the night, and then Saturday did, did it again during the day. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that was a good time too, man. So. I mean, the weekend was a ten, but the trips itself, I'll give it a, I'll give it a nine for Friday night, eight and a half for Saturday. Cool, cool. I, I'd give uh, my trip, uh, I'd say ten out of ten. I didn't, I didn't really get super, super fucking high, but I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I yeah. just I probably took a gram, and you know, it, it's always nice to see nature do its thing in, in that realm. It really is because it is completely different, and I feel as if you get closer to it, and I love getting closer to nature. But I just feel as if I, I, I learned a lot of lessons in a short amount of time. And it didn't have to be a long trip. You know, it was short and sweet. It was, okay, that's what I got to do more in my life. Cool, perfect. Let's get this high to stop and enjoy the rest of the day. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give my, my experience a 10 out of 10. There you go, bud. Well, I'm, I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad we both had a good streaming weekend. Eh? Yeah. Maybe we'll have a streaming weekend together in, uh, in the future. Yeah, I think the next time I do it, I'll probably go back to doing a lot of it, like doing one of those big trips, so. Up for that. Okay, okay. Loading up. Loading up. All right, buddy. Have a good day and uh, stay safe. One love and uh, yeah, just one love. Enjoy your day. Yeah. One love to you, bro. Talk peace. to you soon. Peace, peace, peace. Peace.